peace. I sound like infinite waters. Peace. With his diving deep self. But peace is a universal word, so guess what? Peace for me too. So, hey doers. That's what you guys are. You're doers. Because you're also developing organically and you're working on your stuff and you're up to big things and you have things up your sleeve. So, this is Developing Organically, where free spirits come to adult. Didn't I tell you I'd be working on things and saying things? Doesn't that sound nice? Welcome to Developing Organically, where free spirits come to adult. A space for men and women to blossom consciously and responsibly. Tadow. Tadow. Because every day is a new day to put your first foot in front of your second foot, in front of all the footsteps you've taken, and to look back and be like, wow, I've come such a long way. And, you know, to have a good, healthy relationship with yourself as you're figuring this thing out, as you're on your journey. Anyway, um, today we are going to be talking to my big sis, my big sister. Um, she is a woman who, as I was beginning to realize, oh shit, I'm about to be an adult or I'm adulting or I have to make adult decisions and conversations has been there for me. Her name is Empress Tansy. Um, she is a certified yoga teacher, EYT 500. She's a massage therapist. She's a wound wellness practitioner, and she's a certified colon hydrotherapist with IACT. That's right, baby girl. And her accolades go on and on and on and on. We will discuss her backstory a little bit later when we get her on. But for now, stay tuned because she is going to be connecting with us live and direct from Yad, from Jamaica. That's right, Jamaica. You know, I said Patois is going to be like, I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. So, you know, whatever. You know, don't judge me. Anyway, it's going to be a good one. So tune in, tune, 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 big up. Boop, 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 boop. Whatever. Both of my parents are from Jamaica, so therefore, even if I shouldn't, I do because I can. And so what? Okay? So what? All right. Peace for now. Hi. Good afternoon, Tavia. Hi. Greetings. Welcome to Developing Organically. Give All thanks. the way from Jamaica. Yeah, man, give thanks. It's a, it's a pleasure to be in the space and, uh, you know, really honoring technology and how this thing really works. Right. So give thanks. It's a pleasure <laughs> to have you. Um, I know time is of the essence and very valuable. Yes, Ashe. And you did not have to be here. And you are, so I'm grateful to you for that. So let me tell the people a little bit about who you are. You are Empress Tansy, mother of five beautiful, beautiful children who has made quite an impact on the entire Philadelphia, New York City region. Uh, 
sacred woman practitioner and colonic hydrotherapist and motivational speaker and healer and bearer of ancestral wisdom which is your company what is ancestral wisdom tell us a little bit about more of what it is you do where you're located and then we're going to get to the juicy stuff Ancestral Wisdom, we're located in the south coast of Jamaica. We're in St. Elizabeth. And when you say the word ancestral wisdom, we're really just focusing on the preservations of ancestral lineage. Um, <laughs> me, I'm healing from a Jamaican Rastafarian family. And mm. um, it's important for me to preserve this culture and also the ancestral way. We have an organic farm where we're teaching and planting organically and, you know, really focusing on non-GMO, on organic crops. Mm. And also, you know, just, just, just our ways, you know, you find that things are getting so diluted mm-hmm. and trying to figure out, you know, what is what anymore and what is even real and, and what's, what's coming with us or what's, what's, what's coming from the depth or our roots of who mm-hmm. we are. And mm-hmm. that's really what's happening. Mm-hmm. Farming is important because food security is a very big thing. If you can feed your family and feed yourself by just walking outside what you have planted, it's an amazing feeling. Okay. You know, so, I mean, I, I really love growing organically. So, whatever seeds you plant, the chance to reap the crops. Okay. Okay. So, you a know? lot of us are in these concrete jungles. Stay connected to fertile ground. How do we remember to be natural? How do we like not disconnect? How do we, you know, heal generational stuff? Uh, the connection is very important. The only way you can really tap into that and really remember is through the ancestral way and also vibrating, being a part of Mother Earth. You know, there are so many. You know, a lot of people have co-op planting or even plots where you can get something, especially in New York City, or even windowsill growing or even a balcony. And, um, you know, there's also a chance for you to escape and go outside of the city and mm. be a part of a community that's going to foster or even help you cultivate your need to be tapped in because it's very important to stay connected and stay grounded and preserving these ways of planting and also self-sustainability mm-hmm. being able to be self-sustained. Okay. So really quick, because there's a whole stigma here, like, like being vegan is trending. Everyone's a vegan now, Empress. Like everyone, remember back in like 2011, 2012, when, you know, it was a movement for you to kind of reclaim your health and now it's, it's that was the beginnings of and even that was the extension of the movement from the 70s and everyone sort of waking up like the massive awakening so now we're seeing it on tv we're seeing celebrities we're seeing young children i even remember you know when we were speaking the other day and i was talking to your eight-year-old um, and she was telling me, I'm a vegetarian now. You know, how has it been raising the consciousness for yourself and then witnessing that in your children? Well, you know, to be honest with you, I've always believed that, you know, I introduced my children to a particular lifestyle. And I am not one of those mothers. But I mean, if you're born into a family, 
you will see the reflection of what you need to vibrate and where you need to be. Mm. And globally, what is happening right now, there's a mass awakening that's happening. And you can't really deny that when you look at certain vibration, even when you speak to some persons and if they're not on your frequency, it's really all about energy and frequency. Mm -hmm. And we're getting so sensitive right now and so in tune that you can really pick up on a person, you know, vibration. Mm -hmm. And somebody that is plant-based, you can you can feel the realness in them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, somebody that's, you know, that I would consider to be a carnivore. I'm not judging. Right. But I know how my body feels. And I sense in my children in terms of their attention, you know, the, the way their bowel movements smell, and even the way their body odor smells right. based, on, based on certain foods that they eat. So it's a certain frequency. You are literally what it is that you right. eat. And I mean, you know, vegans are definitely, there's a certain vibration that they carry or even vegetarians that are more happy. And we get to the point of really respecting every single life form, mm. you know, and, and, and preserving that. You know, not only health-wise, when you think about some of these animals, boy, sometimes this is some things you don't even know what is real. Some of these animals are sick and you're eating their illnesses. Mm. So what's going to happen to you after you've ingested these illnesses? Right. And cavities. the way things are speeding up. Yeah, with the way things are speeding up now, planetary. You know, everybody wants a chicken to come to fruition in six weeks. Mm-hmm. Again, that is not the ancestral way. I remember when I was growing up, chickens used to run around the yard. And, you know, my grandmother would say, you know, that one, we're going to fatten it up for December. And it took a whole year mm. to fatten up that chicken for December. Right. You know? And I was talking to a client the other day, and they were like, you know what? I had some chicken, and it tastes like chicken. And I was like, just repeat what you just said. It tastes <laughs> like chicken. So you're That's not even scary. sure. That's scary. That's you're not even sure what you're eating mm-hmm. anymore. No, you can't be sure. But then on top mm-hmm. of that, um, what about when you don't care? Like, I feel like uh, there's a big stigma now around GMO versus non-GMO. So really quickly, tell us about the importance of why we shouldn't be eating GMO crops. What is a GMO crop? Um, how is that pertinent to consciousness and awakening and just raising your frequency? Because we're trying to get to your level, Empress. You, you have uh. your wellness center, your, your, your mangoes growing on your land. You know, you you have, have claimed what is here rightfully for you. And there's a bunch of us in these concrete jungles who are wondering if this is it. You know, there's a bunch of us at that crossroads where we have to make the decision between continuing to sustain that which doesn't feel good and going back to the natural things that sustain us and, and create that legacy. So I, I, w- I wouldn't necessarily look at it as, as saying going back. Mm. I would say it's more like being in alignment of mm-hmm. what is real. Mm-hmm. You know, for me, I had, to, I had a serious reality check. We took a trip up to one of the trek um, you know, um, being off the hood up in Spencer, New York with a brethren of mine, his, his Dr. Jason Corin, his company just eluded me, um, you know, and we did an off-the-grid experience. And I've been there that weekend, sleeping on the earth, sleeping in a teepee, and tapping into the Native American way of life just really reminded me of where I'm coming from. And, and the similarities was, was, was even greater. Mm. But the thing about living on an island, you know, um, if you drop your shoes outside and leave it too long, something is going to grow out of it. Anything grows. Mm. So when we talk a little bit about GMO, and when we talk about organic, the importance is it's the original way. Now, when you look at a GMO seed, like 
for me, I wait for my things to seed up because I'm not buying seeds again. Mm. I wait for my seeds to grow up. When I eat a papa, that same papa, I'm going to multiply to get more papa trees or papaya. The same thing for the avocado. After I've eaten an avocado, I'm going to plant that seed so I can get another tree. Mm. What you find with these GMO crops, they can only give you one plant. So you're constantly buying these seeds and you, you don't own the seeds. There's a pattern on the seeds that you have bought. Mm. Now for my cilantro, I wait for it to seed up. Every single thing that I have in my garden, it's constantly multiplying just like us. It's the continuation of our life cycle and the continuation of our DNA. The same thing with, with, with tomatoes. You're supposed to be able to take a seed and grow it. The same thing with the seed that we have ingested in our womb. Mm. We carried that seed and gave birth. The child that we have is also carrying more seeds that will continue to prolong seven generations and beyond and mm. that's really what it's all about right. so you don't take rocket scientists to sit down and look if you have a seed and it can no longer give you the same tree again then something is wrong with it right, right. you know what i mean so it's, it's it's simple it's 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 a very it's what we call universal order and universal law yeah if the moon and the sun switch place there's complete chaos right so why should we take what has been given to us ancestrally Right. And creatively and try to transmute that or change it into something that it is not. Right. Then what's going to happen? We're going to completely breathe chaos. Either we're in, ingesting dis-ease. Mm. How can we be in a harmonious state? Exactly. Exactly. You know? So so these are like some of the conversations that you have at your at your retreats. Um, tell the people about the upcoming retreats, if any, that you're working on. And if they'd like to connect more to you in this space and really get their frequencies up or even get a colonic, what are some, what are some ways to know they need a colonic? Where can they find you to book you for a colonic? Let the people know because you're, you're a very important person to know and to have in their corner holistically if they're looking to transition. And you can definitely help. So I'm sure they want to know. How do they well, I mean, Where can they you know, for you? persons, yeah, man, for persons that that's interested in this particular lifestyle or this particular liberty, I would say come and experience it. I mean, you can either do an off-the-grid experience. We have, we're connected to quite a few guest houses here in Jamaica. Um, whether you want a beef, beachfront or whether you want a country setting, um, you can reach us at Rasta for Wellness, R-A-S-T-A. For for wellness at gmail.com. You can also link us on Instagram, um, Facebook. I'm not on Twitter, I don't tweet. And you can reach us on at Empress Tandy at gmail.com. That's E M P R E S S T H A N D I at gmail.com. And I'm also on Instagram at, as Empress Tandy Y on Facebook as Empress. Mm. So you'll be able to find me and if you google my name i'm on linkedin empress tandy wise you'll be able to connect with me on the different social media platforms and right. you know ancestral and tell wisdom. them how how she can how they can identify you know you is their doers that the people who will be sent to you from the show they get uh certain recognition and uh, their doers they're developing organically they're you know, they have things up their sleeve. They need healing. They want to, to raise their frequencies. They want to stay tuned in and tapped in. And they are not playing around. They're not playing around with dense thoughts. They're not playing around with dense vibrations. And I'm so happy to 
you know, open up this space for that to be real for not only them, but you as well, because you've made such an impact on me. So even before we, we wrap, um, what advice can you give to, to a doer, to somebody who, you know, they, they are waking up, they just realized, you know, oh, shoot, things are really shifting for me. And, you know, like you said, you don't want to say go back to a natural way. Um, but moving forward, like someone who's blossoming, what advice can you give? New parents, even new to adulting. What are, what are some words of wisdom? Just can just continue to, to cultivate it. You know, love yourself through all your changes, all your shifts, and be really present and recognize what is happening. Um, you know, you have to be in the present moment. Um, I can't really think about yesterday because I am really in today and I want to make the best of today. So every, it's good to reflect, but not to dwell. And it's really all about love. I mean, I remember when I met my kingman, and I mean, I was just, you know, hot-headed, you know, I grew up in Brooklyn. I, I grew you? up in New York. You grew you know, up in Brooklyn? I, yes. Brooklyn, I big mean, up. Yeah, man. Um, and I mean, after living in two worlds from a Jamaican culture, growing up in Brooklyn, you're not sure if you want to be a rude girl or what. And then when the consciousness <laughs> starts to come in, there's a, there's a duality, there's a battle. But what you have to do is just to really stay true to you and stay in alignment with it. When it resonates with your soul, there's a happy vibration that goes off. It's mm. the same thing with the foods. When you eat certain things, you know it feels good because 10 minutes later, you're either falling asleep or you're mm. taking a big breath. You're ready to ascend. You mm. can completely align with everything in the universe. So that's really what it's all about as you're growing and waking up to your trueness and right. your power and coming into yourself. You just have to really love yourself through it and just really... Um, just acknowledge a moment, be fully present. Yes, this is what's going on right now. And, you know, recognize why am I feeling this way? You know, do the soul searching. Yes. And, you know, meditation and yoga for me is the key. And, um, you know, we really call it initiation. And just mm -hmm. really sitting quietly and mm -hmm. to be able to hear that inner voice. Mm -hmm. To be able to listen to that inner self because everybody thinks a boy god voice is something we've been trained that's going to come down out the cloud <laughs> but it's in dwelling mm, you know mm. you're driving down the road and something says you know what go straight and then you start to rationalize why you don't want to go straight instead of listening to that god voice that just right to you. right so we have to that's be able to intuition yes intuition <laughs> you know we have to be able to tap into that guidance and flow with it and completely trust it and when everyone time come to make the shift to make the trod to make the transition, to be in alignment, to be in place, then it's going to happen globally. I'm excited about the vegan movement. movement. Mm. I'm excited about persons taking responsibility for their health. Mm -hmm. I'm excited what social media has done to us in terms mm -hmm. of bringing this globe. It's not as large as we thought it was. It's very small. You can reach out to somebody in Germany. I'm talking to you right now in, in New York, and I'm sitting in my yard under a tree in Jamaica. Yes. In terms of what has happened and how we can really utilize the tools that we have, you know, in a very positive way. Yes, 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 yes. That is so, so confirming. So, so confirming. I'm so happy that you're sharing uh, your greatness with the world. I'm so happy you listened to the happy vibration in you when you were a rude girl figuring out figuring it all out and you know you're just a really beautiful example 
of of trusting and holding space and and believing in yourself and not giving up on those dreams so um you know i hope the people really really you know get to witness what i've seen and for themselves by meeting you and knowing you and again thank you thank you thank you so before I wrap up the show. I have some Q&A from some sisters who, you know, um, just want to talk to a professional, you know, mom, business owner, uh, you know, all of the things that you maintain. The first question is, how do you find the time? Like, how do you, like, balance all of, all of what you do? Um, I, I, think, I think, you know, when you, I don't like to sound really cliche, mm-hmm. But in a lot of ways, I think it's gratitude and just doing Mm. it. You know, when I think about my mom, my grandmother, my great grandmother and the things that they had to endure. And again, we talk a little bit about technology and how it has made us easier, make things much easier for us. I think in a lot of ways, we have so much to be grateful for. And we have so many resources that's available to us that you just have to really just plow through and just really do Mm -hmm. it. For me, as a mother of five, I mean, I'm up at the crack of dawn, Mm -hmm. literally, you know, as a sacred woman, you know, working with Queen of Four. Mm -hmm. We're up at four and we understand the sacred hour. Now, I understood what that training was all about because as a mother of five, to really get everything done, to get up and make breakfast, lunch, and maybe even prepping dinner, because you have a busy work day. You know, you have to set the tonation at the beginning of the day for the whole day to flow smoothly. Mm-hmm. So, you know, um, there will, they will come time for rest. There will come time for sleep. And then throughout the day is just taking those moments of just laying in Shavasana for five, ten minutes and just rebooting the energy. Mm-hmm. You know, taking that time to tap into nature. And just really scheduling is very important. Okay. Having some consistency. Scheduling is very important. Mm. It's at a point of saying that I'm anal. If I'm up at four o'clock in the morning, then I know that I can get everything done. My day has been set and it's at the height and I can start to wind down. So I'm in bed by eight o'clock. You know, I've done the party and I've done all of that stuff. So I make sure I get up. I do what I have to do. I get to yoga. I teach a yoga class in the morning and I don't overschedule myself. If I have two or three clients during the day, um, I, I work with that. One of the things that I've learned not to attach myself to is materialistic things. Mm. I realize the monetary part of it is not as valuable as time. Mm. Because once you have lost that time, like I can make anything. I can do anything. Mm-hmm. I can create anything. Mm-hmm. But time, I cannot okay. regain that. Or so you have to be on time. Like time is, time is really on a time. Time is of the essence. You have to schedule yourself like you're a Fortune 500 company and start to teach your children that way. You get up in the morning, you make your bed. If you have to go outside and water the plants, you get it done, you get dressed and you get ready for school. And then you realize that what you're cultivating them is you're really setting a tonation for their lives. Right. You know, and, you know, you don't pick up stuff for them. You let them do it and you let them start to learn and grow. And then the participation is very important. You know, we have chickens here in the coop and each one of the children is responsible for going to the coop and finding the eggs or getting the eggs out Mm. one is in charge of plants one is in charge of harvesting the okras weekly as the okra grow you're in charge of finding them and picking them Mm. you know so really giving them to let them be a part of something big how did you respond uh, to the responsibility you know because uh, that that sounds like a lot you know i can't 
I can't imagine what that as a as a city child, you know, the the reprogramming that you had to do when you disconnected from the concrete jungle and and then instilling that in the in the youth is 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 really amazing. It's it's giving the children more credit than they get here, you know, because you well, know, you know start school so late. Go ahead. No, no, you go. <laughs> you, you, no, man, what I find is the minute you take them out of the environment, they have no choice but to respond to it. Mm-hmm. When you're standing in the space of trees, birds, chickens, um, nature at its full force, how can you compete with her? Right. Tell me what on this planet can compete with this creation. That's right. kind of how I feel. No matter what the program is, it starts to be deprogrammed. The minute you touch down barefoot on the soil, mm. you have no choice but to tap in and be in alignment with her. Yeah, mm. I mean, there's always going to be some resistance. Oh, a bug, a lizard. Oh, my goodness. Oh, what else? You know, and then you realize that you start to teach them. They're your friends. They have their jobs. The spider, they come out to eat. There's a whole cycle, the ecosystem, the bees. Then it gets to a whole different level of respect and mm. inner standing mm-hmm. then you start to look at everything from the microcosm to the macrocosms and you're like whoa then you start to see it we are no separate from anything on this creation we are all a part of it right then that's what you want to teach them to really vibrate with to just lay down in the grass and feel that mm. and how to hear that and how to tap into that we, right. we always had it you know Yes, yes, yes. Uh, another question comes in by the way of Brooklyn, your uh, your hometown, your original stomping grounds. Mm-hmm. What's right. a sacrifice that you made that you look forward to changing in the near future? Mm. A sacrifice that I've made that I look forward to changing in the near future. Because, you know... You have five children. Most people would say children, your time, you know, um, was a major sacrifice. Like for me right now, um, my family wants me to go back to school, but it's important for me to be with my children during these like development years where everything that they get exposed to will say a lot about their future. And we're not getting, you know, you're given six weeks maternity leave here and then you have to go back to work. So I think when the time comes, you will know that's kind of how I felt Mm -hmm. in a lot of ways. You know, my oldest, my oldest is in one of the universities in New York now Mm -hmm. at at one of the state university, one of my old um, and um, not my stomping ground or alma mater, but I'm very familiar with the with the SUNY schools. Right. And um, what, what you find is that I will say when the time comes, you will know there are some things that you cannot rush. You can't force ripe a fruit because mm-hmm. it won't be at its sweetest. Mm. Um, you can't really push you into the school system because you won't learn anything because your mind will be on the children because they're so fairly young. Right. I will say it is all about time. When the mm. time comes, you will know. When you're ready to make that shift, so when I think about sacrifice for the children, you know, there are days when you get up and you're a bit and you're still doing laundry and you're sitting there and you get a glimpse of yourself and you realize, you know, I still have on my pajamas. I'm doing laundry. I haven't changed yet. Right. But when the time comes, 
You know, I remember, I remember my mom used to always say to me, look at your foot. I didn't understand what she was saying. Keep looking at your foot. Your children are at your feet, but one day they're going to be talking to you eye to eye. Oh. So when that time comes, when that time comes, sis, you will really understand or overstand when it's time to make that shift into something else. Mm-hmm. Because everything is a very temporary vibration. Right. And you, as you're constantly ascending, the vibration is sustained and everything is in its season. It's time for them now to sit with you, be with you. And these early years and instilling the values and things that they need to really set the foundation so they can be true crystals and true alignment with their purpose. Yes. Versus them putting them in a classroom setting where they're sitting down and, and are told to sit and don't move for five, six, seven hours and can't really feel their vibration of movement or even right. listening to themselves. Right. Right. You know, so when the time, when the time comes, when it's time come to go back to school, you know, you can continue to cultivate little things. Right. You know, right. and because, move through it until you find that. Right. Because if there is one thing that when you do get the grasp of it, it is forever a servant to you is time. And it's connected to oh, you, man. Well, everything else. You yes. Yeah. You go back to school and attain degrees and do many things and do great things. I mean, look at where you are now. When we had this conversation, when we were doing our secret woman training or even our life lessons our rites of passage into womanhood mm-hmm. we were getting some very important skill set that you can get in a university and school how much is accolades really yes it's good to have the accolades but how much is it really practical you know right. in, in growing and planting a banana tree and where you want to go in your life so right you right. know when the time comes you will know Yes, yes. Well, give thanks. Um, I really appreciate and enjoy the conversation. Um, for those who may be wondering what Sacred Woman is um, or how that impacted your life, because um, that's also right there alongside of everything else in the massive awakening. How did that impact you? Um, well, again, it was the awakening, the teaching that's indwelling. I know that. Um, get the necessary skill set you you need. It will re- reawaken that knowledge that was always there. So when I went through the Sacred Woman Rites of Passage, it was a part about loving myself as a as a woman, as a black sister, loving my big nose, mm-hmm. loving my toes, just and realize the beauty and the power within mm-hmm. you know because you know we're coming from a society that's globally dominated by fair skin straight nose blue eyes blonde hair we're never we weren't from the television programs coming up to say look at this goddess look at her your locks how beautiful and nice and thick it is and the power of that energetic being that you right. are and how well meninated are why your nostrils are so right so you can smell more and discern as an ampuist Mm. you know or what it is that you really possess as this black goddess that you are so for me that really taught me how to embody and really appreciate and not to hate on other women because i weren't i wasn't like right but just to really appreciate the true goddess or the empress that i really am so for me it was a self-awakening and really acknowledging and self-love that writes a passage that went through yes yes well give thanks empress tandy for the conversation 
One more time, Give remind sense. the people where they can find you, Instagram, Facebook, and uh, and anything that you're working on, let them know. Uh, well, thank you again, Empress Tabia. And I do see you. I recognize you. And I see your light shining bright. So let me just quick give you a, a quick plug. I mm. really appreciate love. And, you know, even in the silence and the distance, we see your growth and your transition and coming into womanness mm. and womanhood. Mm and motherhood That's and cool. it's, a, it's a powerful space to be in um you know it's it's a great space to be mm-hmm. in celebrate that there are so many trees out there that can't bear their fruits mm. or even bring them forth in their life right you know it's true you know give thanks blessed is a man that walk it not in the counsel of the ungodly nor stand in the way of the sinners nor sit at the seats of the scornful mm-hmm. but his delight is in the light in the light in which he celebrate day and mm-hmm. night he's like a tree planted by the river that bringeth forth his season right. his fruits mm-hmm. in the season mm-hmm. you know so acknowledge and celebrate that yes but you can you can definitely link link me at uh empress tandy wise on ig or rasta for wellness on instagram our wellness center um you can also check out our ancestral wisdom preserve land our website and find out some more details about our healing plant medicine and also about um, what it is that we're doing here in Jamaica Mm -hmm. and making the shift. Okay. Yes. Yes. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Give thanks. Give thanks. Give thanks. You don't know. I appreciate love you and thank you Mm -hmm. for this. And I bless organically growing. Yes. Yes. And that's such a, a really Really, really broad statement in so many ways. Yes, yes, it is. But you see what's happening. It is, it is the beginnings. It's the seeds. It's the fertile ground that we walk on. It's the earth. It's the moon. It's the stars. It's the sun. <laughs> it's all the elements yes. growing and functioning symbiotically. Well, yes. kiss the children for me. Enough love. And we will talk well, you don't know. I appreciate you, love. I'm looking forward to you dropping down in a yard. Mm-hmm. You already know. I need the healing. I need the colonic. All of that stuff. I'm coming with my bag. Yeah, man. Just come. Just come. <laughs> the space is provided for the I and the you then. Yes, ma'am. Well, much love. Yes. I love you. And we'll talk soon. Love you. Love you. Love you. All right. One love. Peace. Peace. Peace.